I, oh, there's a network problem. What is the network problem? Open connection, doctor. PC load letter. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? It's going really well. Good. Except I'm very tired. <laughs> ah, and the reason you're tired is because it's just called Two Brothers and Four Shots. <laughs> there are, uh, yes, that's true. Four shots between two brothers. Mm-hmm. I am James. I've had two, two shots. I'm Marcus, and I've received two shots. That sounds like a hee-haw segment. <laughs> I'm Marcus, and I've received two shots. <laughs> <laughs> Coming to you live from the Ryman Auditorium at the Grand Ole Opry, Nashville, Tennessee, Music City, USA. Yay! Oh, or salutes my hometown of Cleveland, <laughs> Oklahoma. Population 12,503. Salute! <laughs> oh boy, we watched a lot of hee-haw. That was a every week. Fan, that, this is a, a home this, favorite. Oh yeah, it was. That okay. So and this does tie into the music chair. So I'm glad we went here. Let's mm. let's set this aside for now while we talk about the vaccination thing. You received the Moderna Correct. in two parts. I received yep. the Pfizer BioNTech. Dear listeners, let's not leave BioNTech out of out of the picture. They are uh, instrumental in creating the vaccine. I think hmm. it, it is, it is named for both companies. So I, I feel like they've get, gotten maybe some short shrift. Maybe they, they've got not some short, they have gotten short shrift for their contribution uh, yes, to the vaccine. So I <laughs> realized yesterday that t- this morning was my appointment for the second vaccine. And then I had a very momentary panic, uh, trying to think of what I didn't do that I should have done. <laughs> Like, oh man, did I, was I supposed to what do you mean, like, schedule? Uh, to... Was I supposed to check in with something and I didn't oh. do it? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I thought you meant, you know, in case something went wrong, did you no. have all your affairs in order? Nah. <laughs> nah, that's, that'll do it. That takes care of itself. I, yeah. I already have the, the basic life insurance that are <laughs> benefits from the job. So mm-hmm. I'm done. <laughs> yeah. they the, my beneficiary will do what he does. <laughs> One day, lad, all this will be yours. What, the curtains? No, not the curtains, lad. All that you can see stretched out over the hills and valleys of this land. That'll be your kingdom, lad. Mother. Father, lad, father. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yes. is there a so anyway? I don't want to... I mean, so anyway. just, to, to, just to move it forward. Uh, so I... I had it in my head that I was going to go to bed early, but I failed to do that. Uh, I mm-hmm. searched for about a half hour and trying to find paperwork that I received last time because I was pretty sure it had some kind of info on it mm-hmm. that would tell me what I was supposed to do this morning. <laughs> and it turns out when I woke up, I uh, despairingly mentioned to Harrison, like, oh, I can't find my paperwork. Like, it was up till 11, just trying to find the paperwork. And he's like, it's on the fridge. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't remember that at all. Uh, so, yeah. So I just, all I needed was the little card. Had my previous sticker of proof of facts. 
and mm. uh, the the new appointment date and bada bing bada boom I took my ID and hopped on the streetcar. Man, you got not one but two stickers. I got zero <laughs> stickers. No I got, stickers whatsoever. Well, they they shuffled us through even faster this time. I but but I think there were fewer people uh, for whatever reason. And I when I got up to the where did I get the first sticker? Some at some point along the line they asked me what if it was my first or second vaccine, I said, for a uh, second. And so they said, which one did you get? I said, the Pfizer BioNTech. And they just gave me a sticker that said Pfizer that I stuck on my, I said, put this on so that they can see it and uh, go to station 69. I said, tee <laughs> <laughs> However, the, the National Guards person who was receiving that paperwork had no time for jokes, did not want to hear about how I recognized, hey, I know what station you are. You're going to get Snickers all day long. Didn't care. <laughs> no time for nonsense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Please proceed to that line <laughs> over there, line six. I was like, okay, thank you, Corporal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was a Corporal, by the way. Two bars, two chevrons. Mm-hmm. And then I got the – then it was just a sticker that showed my my time of release. So 15 minutes post-vaccine, my jabber wrote that on the green sticker, and well, she didn't slap it on me. She gave it on. She gave it to me to slap on, so that the slap, slap on the the, <laughs> yeah. the injection site. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> well, it's kind of like apparently tattoo artists like to smack your tattoo after they finish yeah. the, the session. So, mm-hmm. hooray for tradition, I guess. Uh, yeah. There's a military thing. I, I forget if it's if it's just Marines or mm. other services. Um, yeah, they put they pin the the medal on you mm-hmm. or a particular. It's like if you earn your um, maybe it was when you get into seals, they they earn their seals Navy seals pin. That would make and, sense. Um, yeah, but there's no backing on it. It's just mm-hmm. the, just the pin. <laughs> they just jam they, it into they your flesh. They put it on you. And, no, well they do. They they put it on your uniform and yeah. they punch it into right. you. So like fist totally punch. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They had to stop doing that because uh, they were. I mean, abusing the, each other. Yeah, I guess they were. I, you know, yeah. I don't see how that denotes manhood, but yeah. Q, <laughs> Q, Bo- yeah. Q Boston again. <laughs> what does it take to be a man, right? Oh, I thought you were going to do the Q with the. Um, uh, I'm hugging you, but I'm hitting you. I don't know that one. Yeah, the the. Oh yes, the I do. Stand up comedian. Who said that? Um, Who was that? Was it Brian Regan or? No, it wasn't Brian Regan. It doesn't sound like him. Mm, yeah. Somebody obscure, I'm sure. Okay. So just to wrap it up, the, those are the two stickers I received. But the, there were a lot of empty seats in the vaccine two, vaccine number two waiting area. <laughs> I mm-hmm. felt a little, a little. Uh, I don't know about lonely, but it felt weird to go be by myself like some of the other weirdos. <laughs> <laughs> literally three people with dozens of chairs between them and the next person. So like, all right, this is mm-hmm. a little excessive. So, and I would like to get out because I had to go to work. Yeah. So yeah, I just sat there and read a little bit of Atlas HUD, the book I started. Um, mm-hmm. Response to Atlas Shrugged Everyone by the eminent mm-hmm. David Sloan Wilson, who's, uh, whose father wrote A Summer Place, of all things. Mm. The theme of which... <laughs> I thought you were going to do it. Oh, oh. Theme for <laughs> summer, please. Summer, please. From a summer place. 
From a summer place, the theme. From a summer place, it's the theme. The theme. Okay. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, and then it was it was weirdly over and done before I really had a chance to let it sink in. It's mm-hmm. kind of surreal. I've been waiting so long to get the first shot and then to, to get the second shot after that. Two weeks stretched out longer than I thought. Okay. You want to you go uh, surreal here. <clears throat> so I don't know about surreal, but coincidence and other coincidence. Huh. Coincidence? We were in the waiting area. We, the humans that were waiting for our second shot. Mm-hmm. You both went together? Or you, no, you no, 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 and no. your we, cohort? We humans. Sure. There sure, were sure. humans. Uh, other humans with right. me in the waiting area mm-hmm. to get our to get the second shot. Okay. Megan had already gotten in the line, second shot. You were uh, talking about. You're waiting to get the shot. We okay. We arrive at the the shot location, <clears throat> and they send you to a waiting area. Okay. You know, you do your paperwork, and they say, "Okay, we'll call you uh, when it's your turn to get the shot." I see. And so there was a waiting area. Okay. That is and, not my experience. So well, the first one was the the big at the fairgrounds. They had this giant, you know. We could cram them through hundreds of people every every second uh-huh. or whatever it would be, right? This next one was, you know, it was just like a regular doctor's office with a large waiting area out front. Right. So there were six or eight people hanging around waiting at any given point. And then the person would come out, call somebody's name, and then they'd go in and get their shot. Well, I w- was sitting there, and the nurse comes uh, person comes out and says, James and Megan? Hmm. Wow. <laughs> and I, I look around, and I'm like, but ha- what? How do they know, and why would they think we're we're here together? But I say, yeah, I mean, we both have the same insurance. Okay, maybe. But then this other lady gets up, <laughs> and it turns out she's a Megan yeah. as well. So that was weird. Wow. I t- I quickly texted our Megan and told her, ha ha, this was this was weird. And she said, that's funny. My nurse was named Megan as well. Yeah. And so we, we ha ha. And then, uh, so I go in and I go to get my shot and I notice the name tag of the nurse and it's Megan, what? <laughs> but not the same Megan who was Megan's nurse. All right. In all fairness, Oregon is rife with Megan's. Let's, let's be, let's be upfront. <laughs> I mean, it sure seems that way to uh-huh. me because that's three different ones. I did notice this when I was four, four different ones. Okay. I did notice this when I was um, working retail here. It's mm-hmm. that, that was a thing that I that I saw. All right. <laughs> with that, with all that said, uh, let's move forward uh, to your music share and get the hell out of here. Okay. I feel like I mean, you're going to go fall asleep otherwise, I might, and you have yeah, to get to work. It's, well, I'm reasonably sure it's not affecting me as strongly as either of you when you get mm-hmm. your second shot. At least That's not a, yet. Yeah. I'm hopeful <laughs> it isn't and that it's not just not yet. Because if it continues tomorrow and gets worse, then I'll yeah. be very disappointed. Uh, it'll be a hard day. <laughs> the anecdotal one other, the only other person I know who had the Pfizer vaccine uh, had no effects from it whatsoever, other than right. a slightly sore arm okay, after sure. the second shot. Sure, sure. Didn't even feel the first one. Um, the Moderna one, it wiped Megan and I out. Um, not wiped out, but we were very tired yeah. about the 24-hour mark well, I mean, for about 12 I think hours. wiped out is, is adequate for her. She literally hit a wall and she said, was, I yeah, am going like, to I, bed right yeah, now. Yeah. Feeling loopy. Mm-hmm. Can't do uh, anything else. So right. i got to go to bed. Uh, it struck me while I was at work that your description of it being like having the flu, but without the actual symptoms. 
resonated mm-hmm. at that time. That seemed like a parallel to me. I I understood what you meant <laughs> because mm-hmm. there was a sense of that. There was weirdness, but it wasn't that it wasn't as if I had the respiratory system compromise mm-hmm. or a fever or or those those yeah. types of physical things. It was it was right. just a weirdness that mm-hmm. sort of uh, not quite out of bodyness that you sometimes get. Yeah. So here I am, fully vaxxed. Good job. Thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. You know what I appreciate? <laughs> what do you appreciate? I, I appreciate learning about a new artist. I mean, a, an artist that's new to yeah. me. Your music share is of a, a person I had never, I don't recall, anyway. That was excellent to hear. I'm glad that I could introduce you to her. She has mm-hmm. she has written lots of songs that I think are worthy of your time. And mm. that person would be... Kirsty McCall, the British singer-songwriter. I guess you could say English. She's got a very strong, had a very strong English accent. We'll get to that tense problem later. But this particular song is called All I Ever Wanted, and it's from her penultimate album called mm. Electric Landlady. <laughs> so so punned, I guess you would say, on the Jimi Hendrix album Electric Lady Land. So she thought, somebody thought it was funny. There's various stories floating around about who said this, but she injects a lot of humor into many of her songs. And she has, she has a, a, a biting wit. There's mm-hmm. very, it's, it's stuffed with clever lyrics, lots of her songs. Huh. And, and alongside that, there are a lot of very emotionally intense and, and revealing songs. If not confessional, they, they feel that way. They feel very personal a lot of times. Mm-hmm. And even her funny songs tend to feel authentic. Right. Mm-hmm. Not that she's she's just telling jokes that she made up, that she is she's turning her wry wit <laughs> to 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 building these songs from her personal stories. That's how it feels to me. That they're sincere lyrics. Mm-hmm. I see. And she she is rem- <laughs> see here we go again. She was remarkably facile at pulling from a bunch of different sources at the same time to make something that sounds maybe familiar, but not strictly straightforward pop music. So lots of world music influences here and there, mm-hmm. in in and out. Hmm. This one struck me as borderline country pop. Which I, I made a note of because I, oh. I have this weird soft spot for specific country rock artists mm-hmm. and <laughs> don't I don't know really where that came from because I really really love some of these people. Um, Mike Nesmith is at the top of the list. The monkey, um, the monkey, Michael Nesmith is mm-hmm. one of the pioneers of country rock, along mm-hmm. with say Graham Parsons and several other contemporaries. But yeah, he he was instrumental in bringing those two genres together with uh, the first national band. Is that right? It is right. It is mm. rain, and I have. I have long been a fan of his, and I, in my collecting period, uh, mm-hmm. I special ordered several of his early uh, albums with the First National Band. This is this is right as the Monkees were uh, okay. dissolving away, or mm-hmm. or right after that. Yeah. So late sixties. Yes, and early seventies, okay. mm-hmm. and he he was very prolific for a long time, and continued to just release lots of records and um, write lots of songs. And he didn't stop there. He was a pioneer in video as well. 
pulling together lots of lots of talent to do music videos in uh, you know before it was a real thing to do music videos yeah, sure and then what the other thing he did he also did an early version of an audiobook he did a a narrative with a soundtrack on mm-hmm. on a, on record seemingly endlessly inventive but i i have a lot of respect and love for mike nesmith but then along with him uh linda ronstadt eagles of course yeah. um certainly in the early days when when bernie bernie leaden was with them he brought country flavor into the into the group mm-hmm. into the mix um emmy lou harris say again almond brothers uh Kind of, I I enjoy them and I respect them, but they're not one of. The, that's why I say it's very specific people, not mm-hmm. just the genre. Because I respect Graham Parsons too, but I'm not really that big a fan. Leonard um, Skinnerd, I I do really like Leonard Skinnerd, but they they're a later uh, discovery. I think I just knew the hits early on, and then I when I went back and listened to the albums, I went, you know, I said, wow, this is actually really. This is actually really good and important <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. um, but the but the other people that I that I mentioned are, were s- certainly seminal parts of my musical education and, and my early experiences with popular music. Mm-hmm. But I am even more a fan of people who were influenced by all those people. <laughs> so the the people who do like you know the power pop stuff when they bring a little country influence into it. Uh, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. Uh, who was I trying to think of? Uh, Marshall Crenshaw. So bringing it back to Kirstie McCall, she wrote this song with him, co-wrote with Marshall Crenshaw, who um, I'm not sure if you know any of his stuff. Um, someday, some way. Do you know that one? I don't know. He has a he has a lot of rockabilly maybe influence a more evolved Buddy Holly type person mm-hmm. and actually played him in in some biopic I think hmm. just because he he sounds a bit like him and he can play guitar and he um, has that look yeah. but uh, highly critically acclaimed artist very well thought of and just a just that didn't ever really penetrate the the mainstream I think. Partially because he he stuck to that rock and roll flavor, that uh, country influenced thing mm-hmm. for his um, entire career, really. Uh, Smithereens, that's another one. I really, really mm-hmm. dig them. Uh, they have they have some of that too. So Kirsten McCall, I had I only knew really her album Tropical Brainstorm, which I discovered after she died because of some review uh, about how brilliant it was. And that album brings in a lot of uh, Latin, South American, you know, uh, Cuban influence into it. So Cuba, Brazil, Mexico, those, those, those genres of music. Mm, I am all the more intrigued. Mm. And uh, it's just a giant soup of mostly that flavor 
and uh, even more humor than I think was on any other any other album. There's lots of actually laugh out loud funny songs hmm. on that album, um, and so for whatever reason, I never listened to the whole album of Electric Landlady, just a couple of tunes. And so I was chagrined to hear this one, which I loved from the moment I heard it. It I sat up straight in bed when I was listening to it. <laughs> I was like, whoa! Um, yeah, it's one of those earworms that catches that just catches me every once in a while. I think it's it's like one of the best songs Lindsay Buckingham never wrote. <laughs> but that's that Marshall Crenshaw influence. So Kirstie was really good at picking musicians that she felt would fit a particular song yeah. and letting them do their thing with uh, her guiding hand over the top of the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, this is no exception. Yeah, it, the, the wonder of discovering her is also um, paired with the tragedy of her death when she was mm -hmm. in, was, it, was she in Mexico? Yeah, in Cozumel, Mexico. Okay, Cozumel, with her sons um, swimming in the ocean and she was hit by a boat and apparently uh, saved her, was able to save her sons but, but uh, couldn't get out of the way. And so um, one of the one of the reviews I read pointed, pointed out what are we to make of this fact that she was very young. I, I don't even know if she was 40 yet, maybe barely, around 40, late 30s, that she had so much uh, life to live and it was taken from her so soon. And the reviewer said maybe the fact that she died when she was at her happiest point, having overcome her writer's block and released this marvelous album full of sparkling songs that was almost universally, universally loved and was just having the time of her life um, right up until the end. Uh, I, thought that was, I thought that was really poignant that um, we can look at both these things together and appreciate the, the good 
that came uh, before this tragic end. That it wasn't just mm-hmm. about the tragedy. That that we can celebrate her life and and count ourselves lucky if we're in the same situation. If we if we meet our ends when we when we are at our successful and happy moments, then can we really ask for more than that? It seems selfish, maybe, to do that. So hard to say. Uh, I'm sure it's uh, you know different for everyone. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I just wanted to share that. I think it's wonderful. And it let me rediscover Marshall Crenshaw too, who I've always admired. Yeah, cool. If you too are vaccinated, <laughs> if you are immune <laughs> yeah. to certain pandemics, you can send us an email. <laughs> send it to bros at it's just called twobrothers.com. Yes. And if you want to be briefer than that, you can tweet at us at IJC2B. Right. And please do listen to uh, Kirstie McCall's albums and Marshall Crenshaw's albums. And Mike Nesmith, please, please, please do. <laughs> All right. No, anything else? Um, you you were mentioning Magic Tavern before, just mm-hmm. as we were uh, uh, starting to hit record, and talked about. Uh, uh, oh shoot! Oh. What is he? A collection? Uh, not a collection. <laughs> a of series. Bats. A series yeah. of bats. A series. Yeah. Of bats, uh, and it reminded me of hoping that you'll get to Terry Pratchett's Dis- uh, right. Discworld series. Yes, yes. Um, no, Nightwatch. Yeah, specifically Nightwatch. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, spoiler alert, blah, 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 a vampire joins the watch. And well, we've Angua, had a werewolf, so. Yeah, Angua, the, va- the werewolf, has a run, uh, has to partner up with her. Uh, and that uh, raises her hackles, to, to, right. to say the least. Sure. You know, and she's, she, first of all, the vampires, oh, they're always so calm, cool, and collected. <laughs> you know, and she has to, you know, go through this stage every Every month, where her hair gets all disheveled, and right. she she has to carry a uh, she has to stash clothing yeah. all around the city yes. in case uh, she turns yes. and and so forth. You know, and it's like and bursts out of her her current clothes. Angua yeah. is yeah. that her name? Well, in the audiobook, the the you know Stephen Briggs says Angua oh, calls her Angua. Angua. I've always called her Angua, but, okay. uh, right? But I also used to call it Ankh Morpork, and it's Ankh Morpork. So. Is it? Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> I refuse, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Britishians say it. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Does Does um Nigel Planer say that? So Terry says it. Yeah. Wow, I had no idea. Ankmore pork. Well, mm-hmm. it makes sense that the Ankmore porkians would say it, but I like Ankmore <laughs> pork. But still, yeah. Whatever.